0: The moment you've all been waiting for. And welcome to another exciting episode of Dungeon Grawlers Radio where I don't know, what are we talking about? No, just kidding. Oh, we're we, gonna be talking oh, about the oh. new amazing uh Rogue One trailer. Mm. Oh
1: yeah, it's game time.
0: it oh, it is uh, so good. Apparently Scott has adopted that uh yes. <laughs> that phrase from <laughs> now on. That's what I get for talking about.
1: See, yeah. I don't I
2: don't create catchphrases, I just steal McKay's. Yeah. That's and true.
0: He's not here, so Deadpool. <laughs> we can't do that. Suck it That's not McKay's. Uh, no, Deadpool is Jared. Suck it nerds is McKay's. Yeah.
2: I feel like I feel like they've changed hands. Mm. Game plan. Yeah, they've kind of game time. Game game
0: time. time. That's game yours. We've we sent this
2: after. episode brought to you by Gamefly. <laughs> yeah, no. Gamefly, please uh, so, for Those of you that Gamefly, have been
0: uh, paying uh, attention, the uh the new Star Wars trailer uh dropped, which is oh, really amazing. What? Um Scott, get with it, man. Yep. Yeah. Come on, rogue one. Oh, oh, that one! Yes, that, that, that one. new Star Wars trailer. Um, gotcha. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that all episode, pretty much, almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, really cool episode, uh, trailer. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the other trailers have been good, but this one really made you feel like this is an epic story that's being told. I'm still and gonna say epic, it again, and an
2: epic Star Wars story in a lot of ways. Yes, it had it had all the Star Wars, the classic '77 Star Wars elements mm-hmm. that I want in my pre-New Hope anthology film.
1: And the music was so on key, mm, literally. Yeah. Huh. Sorry.
0: No, you're, you're right. I mean, that was one of the cool things that I really liked. I mean, most of the trailers, we've been seeing new vehicles. Mm-hmm, I mean, uh-huh. we, we've seen the U-Wing, which we've never seen before. Um, you know, we saw the Imperial Walker, but they kind of modified it with this weird orange thing on the side. But that none the of that... The Chicken Walker. Oh, yeah. I love that I mean, Chicken Walker. The, but The
2: all-terrain scout transport.
0: Yeah, the, the scout Delicious. transport. So... <laughs> Yeah, but much. now in this one we saw we saw a chicken walker mm-hmm. coming through I mean walking through a narrow yeah, uh, a straight, alleyway urban street, warfare baby and, and blasting that, away and
1: that is so reminiscent of rebels it is no, like it is. that just pulls straight because well, we've never seen it in any other real situations yeah. except for Endor and snow
2: well yeah, Allison, we're we've, we've it. seen it well it, to me it harkens back to things like you know the video games and the books because yes. we did see oh, things yeah. like that obviously and and the legend/eu um, I mean a rogue squadron some of the best levels are the ones where you have to swoop into the city and there's walkers amongst the buildings and stormtroopers oh, yeah. there and you've got to destroy them. And,
1: and nothing and, better. Oh. Nothing better than in Force Unleashed when you actually go against the chicken walkers and you have to like zip, zip, zip. Yeah, jump, oh, absolutely. Slash, 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 use the force push. Lightning, jump
0: mm-hmm. down and
1: slash, slash, slash. And like cut the thing in half. like I love that.
0: Oh, yeah. No, it's awesome. Well, so it's, it's really cool seeing that stuff. But not I think the moment that is really amazing in this is when you're seeing the X-Wings. And yes. the classic style X-wings, mm. it's zipping in and out of whatever s- space structure that is, yeah. and it's just amazing. I mean, well, and, and spoiler, it's a big
1: gun that they need to destroy before
0: it destroys them. Probably. What? I haven't. What would they even call a device like that? Uh, a death Death Star? No, death, that's death a no, no. start. It's a Death, death Star. That's actually a good death idea. Auto correct yes. or um. <laughs> or moon with big laser gun. Yes, yes. See, I don't believe they can make laser, a space station
2: that big. It has to have been a small moon of some kind. Yeah, that's all I have to say.
1: Maybe some kind of asteroid, yeah. perhaps.
2: But no, it's definitely in the small moon category. It's small very moon. round. Maybe, some some
0: than an maybe it has some tractor beams to make it seem like it I has mean, its own maybe, gravity. I don't know oh, where you guys are know. getting this stuff from. <laughs> 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 no, uh, <laughs> no, but it's really cool. I mean, the <laughs> no, one you know, yeah. like Force Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, it was a fun movie. It was really good. But the one thing that it was like, we had these new modified X-Wings. Which were and, great. Which were yeah. cool. But I love the old style X-Wings. With I, those, I do as well. Those and, cylinder tubes on mm, each wing. Yep. And when it opens up, you see everything. And being able to see those old classic ones with the same old paint style was just awesome. Yeah. But,
2: and, and I think it's really... Uh... What are, you, what
0: are you giving I, me these weird looks? Yeah, no, that's what I'm, saying. Saying, I'm getting a lot of weird. Okay, what? Weird here, here's my question. So okay.
1: Here's my question. Where, where are the B wings? Where were the Y wings? Where were the A wings? Like, I'm sorry. At least in in New Hope, we had mm-hmm. more of the Rebel ships. In this, yeah. it was like all X wings, all the new modified X wings.
0: I missed the
1: B wings well, and the A wings. For
0: in, in no, Force Awakens. Yes. Well, yeah,
1: and, and Force Awakens.
2: True. Let me. Well, well, that's, I, I'm I have, just building up back to yeah, this movie because like, we have
1: more ships now.
2: Well, and and what I like. What what I don't like about Force Awakens, and I said this from the very 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 beginning, with the very first trailer of the Millennium Falcon and the two Tie Fighters, mm-hmm. I said, why in thirty five years haven't they modified Tie Fighters? They've just changed the colors, they've made them a little bulkier, they've given they've given them a second seater, and and, and the reason turrets. for that,
0: and, and the reason turrets. for that, well, and the new those new Tie and Fighters and actually and have and shields.
2: Yeah, but 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 again uh, again for aesthetic mm-hmm. reasons, you have. Two fighter class in that movie you have the tie fighter and technically it's it's basically twin upgraded counterpart the special typho right Mm, and then you have the the Incom t-70 which is the x wing right and so uh, that offended me a little bit at first because i was really mad because i was really looking forward to seeing a new kind of tie fighter right yeah yeah yeah. and and so the, the 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 problem with that the reasoning behind that though is that the force awakens was ultimately a soft reboot okay it was, yeah. it was, it was mm-hmm. under new management. It, there were a lot of new things going on. The Force Awakens represented the first of a very, very new age of Star Wars. Right, yeah. and so I'm okay with that. Now, Force Awakens, uh, not Force Awakens, Rogue One, on the other hand, okay, it's offering a lot of a lot of um, universe building, a lot of a lot of interesting mm-hmm. character building that is that is branching off obviously from the main path. Yeah. And so, I think they're okay to take a lot of interesting liberties with. Okay, what what if they did have a troop transport? you know, okay, the U-Wing, okay, oh, you tank. know, what if they did have a prototype TIE Interceptor before, you know, before New Hope, right? And yeah. okay, that's that flat, you know, almost Batman, Batwing looking thing. Yeah. But, uh and I'm totally okay with it. And I think they've done a little bit of that in Rebels as well, which I really appreciate, mm-hmm. you know, telling about, you know, spoilers for seasons three, how they, how they get the Y-Wings back, right? They're, 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 they're derelict Y-wings from the Clone Wars. They've been partially dismantled, yeah, and and we can see that in New Hope, which is actually right. a really cool explanation for why the Y-wings are essentially naked. Um, and uh, so anyway, so so I think I think it's really cool that that we're able to see and explore a lot of those different things in Rogue One.
0: Well,
1: I mean, oh, how are the B-wings? I, but I do and, love the and, B-wings the new, and the new the TIE A-Ws. fighter
0: that was, that's come out looks a lot like the Mandalorian fighters that we saw in season two. The one, does. except for that's true you, you know with the exception those mandalorian fighters the wings spun around maybe it does in the new type fighter i don't know but it looks no, no, very no. similar to that it, it did look similar yeah
1: it does look like in the toys that are being released that those the the, the wings actually do go flat that they're yeah. not just that v pattern but yeah, they, they look like go they actually flat. no no, no are they sh- do
2: they, it becomes a flat yeah thing. i think they come
1: down as a landing gear Type yeah, yeah. System. Have but, you guys seen additional shots that I haven't seen? Because I was just theorizing that based on a toy. Have you guys seen other stuff? Is there other stuff?
2: Well, no, I've, I've seen I've, I've seen a couple of posters I, with the tie fighters. I've seen on the posters
0: there. and okay. then I've just seen the toy. Yeah. But um, you know, but uh, kind of going along with Force Awakens, you know, we, we saw only two factions. We saw the Resistance. Which maybe they only had a small squad or yeah. two. And they only had the X-Wings because they were the fastest and, ships and at that time. And people need to remember and that. Oh, I'm sorry. The, I was, and you know, the, the Rebellion that split off, or the New Republic, had all the other ships. They had the A-Wings, they had the B-Wings, and they used that as their army or, or, or armada. And then we had um, you know, Ren, oh, the New Order they probably they didn't they probably didn't have anything because they're still this small little cluster that 's trying to rebuild, and most of the rest of the empire has been destroyed or fallen apart, so they've kind of gotten rid of those and maybe that's all they had i don't well, know i think, I it think was disappointing order, though. I
2: think the first order I think the explanation in universe for it is the first order was trying to create. I I think you're right about the resistance. People have to remember the resistance and the Republic, two Mm -hmm. very different things. Yeah. Yeah. Resistance inside First Order territory, minimal funding. Yeah. Um, You know, Republic, very different, lax peacetime government, minimized military. Yeah. Um, The First Order, on the other hand, I, I will say, I don't think they're underfunded. Anyone who can build the Starkiller base... Well, see, and
0: that's the other thing, is maybe if they sunk all the money into the Starkiller base. Well, but so but at the same didn't...
2: time, these weren't low-tech fighters, that's right? True. And so I think it wasn't the question... I, I think for them it wasn't a limitation of, of funding, because I think an Interceptor, at the end of the day, is the... You know, there's a reason why they're using TIE Interceptors and not TIE Advanced, because of cost, right? Yeah. The Emperor made the TIE Fighter and later the Interceptor, on the argument of we need to create cheap fighters on a budget and use overwhelming force everywhere in the galaxy, yeah. right? And so I think the First Order is using that style of build with new materials and new coloring, not because they're underfunded. It's because they want to send a message, right? If you're a neo-Nazi, you don't wear a swastika because you think it's going to make you popular. You wear it because you want to send a very evil message, yeah. right? So I
0: mean, it makes sense. Um, I mean, it was cool to kind of yeah, see... Yeah. How- the old TIE Fighters, but with a little update to them. I, it yeah. was disappointing that we didn't see any cool yeah. new ships. You yeah, saw the shuttle. They, they, but they could have maybe we The Epsilon
1: shuttle, which wasn't... Yeah, it, it that shuttle was, was weird.
0: It, yeah. I yeah. mean, who flies a shuttle sideways? I mean, it just seems like, let's make a bigger target. Yeah, um, yeah
2: and the, the foils, the way the foils worked, it wasn't my... From a technical standpoint, not my
0: favorite. Yeah. Um, no, I think it was you know. definitely
2: built for Flash. Again the the first order to me seems less about practicality and more about flash yeah. and more about intimidation right which yeah. which again that's a legitimate tactic and so i can live with that but it's not my favorite you know i think it would have made more sense to instead of have 50 typhoes to have maybe 30 scimitar class bombers mm-hmm. right anybody remember those oh, yeah. fleet oh i love if they could have just painted one of those black and given it the white foils i would have just died and gone nice. to heaven
0: no, I mean, it's definitely cool. I love I how we're getting mm-hmm. new ships. Mm-hmm. I love how everything seems old. Yes. I mean, you know, uh, I've we've kind of mentioned this before when we've talked about it. It has that kind of dirty, gritty feeling that we had from New Hope and Empire. Well, even and from
2: that. a... F-
1: even from the film standpoint, you see the special effects of the uh, the X wings and the, the Death Star out in space, and they're very gritty. They're that old '80s yeah. and yeah. '70s kind of film grain to them. Well, and they like they're trying it. to replicate that. Yeah, as well. I
2: mean they look it's... they look clean. Well, and and it makes sense because I you know if you look at I, I was actually looking earlier at a live feed from the International Space Station. They've got a 24 hour live feed going. Yeah, and I thought it was really interesting. But when when light hits metal in space, it looks white. And so the fact that all the Star Destroyers and to a certain extent the Death Star and the X-Wings and that whatever space station they were shooting at, it it all looked very white and like a model in a studio with light shine on Mm -hmm. it, but that's how it looks in space. And so I think that's like really cool. And don't get me wrong, I love the Empire motif where uh, everything's kind of a tinted a darker blue in space, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is really cool for Empire. But to see this New Hope bright, you know, very, very sci-fi 70s. You know, it it's, it just makes me it just makes
0: me shiver. No, I mean it's it's really amazing. I I love it. Um, the thing that's really cool though is the this the sense. I mean, you we're watching the trailer and it's like you immediately are like, oh my gosh, this is another Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. another piece of the puzzle that we've all wanted and craved. And it's not like, all right, it's just another movie. I mean, the prequels were great, but there was just there was something missing, and it seems like that element is not missing in these movies. You know, Everyone is just on edge, and you're just like, oh my gosh, I, I want more, I want more, I want more, which is, is great. They're doing a fantastic job. Disney has definitely taken this by the reins, and they're, they're proving that they are the right gatekeepers for this.
1: Even going back and reshooting, what was it?
0: six weeks worth of... Yeah. Footage. Yeah. Which, and, and I, again, is not unheard of. Yeah. it's not. I know, no, I know a lot of people and, and are, like, becoming, freaking out. And
2: it's becoming more common in the film industry, honestly, just because it, by by its own, you know, because of technology, it's becoming cheaper and easier. Mm-hmm. And so it's not as uncommon, you know, if you're making Ben-Hur in 19, what, 56, 50, 1960, mm-hmm. or something like that. I mean, you're, you're in the editing booth, and, guy, get, put this movie together. I don't care if you see a propane tank. On the side of a of a mm-hmm. chariot, right? Yeah. I mean, that's just the nature of what we have to do. I, I I I will say I agree with you that Disney is the right gatekeepers. I think mm-hmm. they're doing a better job than anyone else could have done. There there are still things that I'm not totally thrilled about. Um, I, I think finger. I think that I I think I'm looking forward to Rogue One because I think Force Awakens was was very dictated. Um, I, I I'm not saying that the the directors and the actors didn't have a ton of heart and that they mm-hmm. didn't put everything they could into it, but I think it was extremely formulaic, which is not a bad thing. It was a great yeah. movie, but there there was a sort of a uh, I sort of when I still remember when I saw it for the first time, I felt a little uncomfortable because I felt like I was being very catered to.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, well, and and so and to be fair, I mean the director was a fan, and yeah, he he we we got the same. I mean, If you break it down, we had the same story. We had... No, it was a very... It was uh, the hero's journey. Yeah. We had the hero that came from nowhere, that was brought up. We had the Guardian and Han Solo, which we had to get rid of. You know, well, and, and again, I don't,
2: I don't blame them for that. I think it was a very calculated move, and I think that's what they had to do. I, oh, I don't did. think it was a question of this movie had to be the highest grossing domestic box office movie mm-hmm. or else Star Wars was going to die. Yeah. And so in, in order to, to have the $4 billion investment you know, pan out, they had to get the money back from yeah. the get-go. And so I, I'm okay with Force Awakens, but going, going kind of roundabout ways to my point, the exciting thing I think about Rogue One and about some of these other anthology films is because you know is there's not that much restraint. I mm-hmm. think um, coming from on high, obviously there's Disney executive meetings, and and obviously this last summer they they came to um, they came to the writers and directors and said, look, we got to reshoot some things. But I think there's a certain level of freedom uh, and lack of restraint that they didn't have in The Force Awakens, and that I don't think. You know, I think as they move forward, they'll gain more trust in in their directors and production team. But I think as it stands right now, I think episode 8 even could be a little restrictive in terms of its nature. Not to say it's going to be a clone of Empire. Mm-hmm. But Rogue One is going to really exhibit a lot of the freedom and the creative thinking of Star Wars and Star Wars creators and ultimately Star Wars fans, which I love. You know, people mm-hmm. people make the accusation of, "Oh, this is all fan fiction because it's not coming from George." And I'm like, "Well, yeah, I, I'm happy that Star Wars fans well, are ha- making these movies. How many games and yeah. how many
0: books didn't come from George? I mean, literally, he's like, okay, this is kind of the idea, yeah. and then go for it.
2: Well, and to be perfectly but, fair, I mean, Empire, well, arguably the movie he had the least part in. I mean, this was this is a group effort, and always has been, and the torch Well, I mean, pass. let's even
0: look at Coruscant. Coruscant wasn't invented by George. Nope. That was Timothy Zahn. And yet, that is canon. So, I mean, if they're going to use that excuse. So, let me pose this question to you. Do you guys think that... You know they had more freedom with Rogue One because they didn 't have to go and reinvent the world they had Vader they had the bad guy already built in they just had to come up with another side bad guy. They already had most of the story there. It was just kind of filling in the details and whereas with you know Force awakens, they had to completely start over in a way. Because it's like, okay, we've already thrown out the book, all the stuff that happened after Return of the Jedi is gone, we need to make something amazing. Where this one, they don't really have to throw out the book. We have the plot points. You know, They're going after the Death Star plans, they retrieve them, Vader gets involved, it gets to the Rebels. The end, you guys just make it fun from there. I mean, do you think that helped improve creativity in, in making the story?
1: It definitely already gives you the beginning and the end.
0: Yeah, you so you know- don't have to come up with that. Yeah. And the, you have the villain. I mean, literally handed to you, the, one of the greatest villains of all time. Well, you're coming into the middle of a story arc and you, you, yeah. you're told
1: to fill in the gaps. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're still allowed to be able to do so in your, own, uh, in your own reality. And they decided to bring in Jan Orso or Jan Ors or however you want to say it. Yeah. Um, they decided to pull from some more of the legends. Yeah, you know, so they pulled
0: and from Jedi Knight, and that I game that. series, which was awesome. And mm-hmm. I think it was a great idea to pull that in because, again, it, every little piece you can give to fans... They're going to oh, eat yeah. it up. And we're going oh, yeah. to No, absolutely. And why wouldn't you? I do why miss Star
1: Killer? I do miss Star Killer. I'm just saying well, I love the Force and, of the kind I, of. And like, I, together.
2: you know, I, I love that, you know, wink and a nod to the fans, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to make it over the top, but, but a wink and a nod is great. And that's why I, you know, the people I've met who are not happy about Rogue One, they say, oh, it's Kyle Katarn's story. And I'm like, he's in the movie. You, you, have you seen the trailers? He's in there. He just has a weird accent and a beard, right? And a different and, name. Yeah, probably. and a different name. Or but, maybe
0: but, it is Kyle. We just don't know because he's going by a secret name because yeah. he doesn't want and, the And Empire so to I know. think
2: the I think the winks and the nods are definitely there. These yeah. aren't people that are oblivious. The, these are people that are sensitive to that, but also understand that they've got to start bringing in a, a new atmosphere and that this is ultimately a different timeline, right? And yeah. so uh, we have to kind of play it as such. Now, I will say, in terms of the the creativity, I I think the creativity has gone up, uh, or the ability to be creative. Not Mm -hmm. that the creativity is inherently better, but um, I think they do get a little more freedom because uh, the comparison I draw is Captain America Civil War and Batman v. Superman. Mm -hmm. Um, If you really look at the two movies on paper, the plot is actually and ironically very, very similar. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. The only difference is is in Civil War, we love it because we know and we love the characters so much. We understand a lot of their motivations, a lot of their behavior. With Batman v Superman, we don't have that kind of foundation. And I think that was part of, not all of, part of why that movie suffered in theaters and with critics. Mm -hmm. Um, I think with Rogue One, that's what's going to be really cool. We have very fresh new characters, but we also have old characters from Star Wars The Clone Wars and obviously we have um darth vader and i'm assuming maybe even Grand Moth tarkin will make an appearance right and so we've got characters that we know immensely well we've got a plot and and an and an idea that we know immensely well you know we've got mon mothma um and and we've got you know characters and people and we understand their plight right you know you know we don't have to know who, who who jan Orso is to understand the plight of the rebellion we know it very very well yeah um and so this is just from a different window. And I like it because it's from a window of, you know, I don't I don't know if any of us were ever like, Oh, is Luke gonna die in in Empire, right? I mean, we all kind of knew, right? He's the hero, he'll get away. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was very dark, but it was also very, you know, we we felt fairly reassured, right, in our belief with this, we don't know who these people are, and that adds a certain level of drama and sort of terror uh, uh, yeah. yeah. And and so this idea of these are the guys on the front lines. These aren't the glorious heroes with medals who who get away and get the girl at the end. These are the gritty. We're getting shot at, and we're probably going to get shot.
0: Right? Well, this is what I really like is, you know, and a lot of people are just kind of scratching their heads. But this is going to be the tr- a true war story. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you kind of said it right. Kind of like the the Saving Private Ryan. We're probably not going to see anyone survive. If we do, it's going to be. A miracle to it would be, be honest. Be like Jan and Kyle, I yeah. bet you those will be the only two yeah. if if they do survive. Yeah, and so it's going to be interesting. And the, and I love the fact that we're seeing new locales that we've never seen before, and that's one of the really cool things that we're getting to see with uh with the new Star Wars movies. We're seeing different locales that we've never seen before, and so now we get to see those. Um, we're getting to see some new uh, ships and equipment that we haven't get to see. And and granted. It's because it was really hard to make those things back in 77 and in the mm-hmm. early 80s mm-hmm. and that so it's cool to see those things you know it was probably way too expensive to have them having a chicken walker go down the middle you know down most ici mm-hmm. but and, now we get yeah. to see that well and, and it looks yeah. amazing
2: I'm so glad you brought that up because I hate when people say, oh how can they introduce new things and 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 you know oh we can't you know luke wasn't as powerful as ahsoka no we why are they trying to add new things and i'm like the movies were made in the 70s and 80s folks mm-hmm. you know why are you trying to compare a movie from 2016 to a movie from guy what is it 40 years 30 years yeah. something ridiculous like that and so you know take take this for what it is and remember you know we we have we have essentially 3 locations in new hope we have tatooine we have very briefly yavin 4 and we have the death star
0: oh don't forget alderaan <laughs> Well, we can't <have> <laughs> Never, never yeah. forget. Can I, never yeah. forget Alderaan. Yeah. Can I just interject real yeah, quick? Yeah. Sorry, sorry.
1: It's not just the the filming thing. If you think about how big the galaxy is and how much is actually going on, the fact that we focused so much on Luke, Leia, and Han yeah. and Chewie for so long was was a miracle. Yeah, these are yeah. the heroes that we've come yeah. to love.
0: But I mean, there are so many more stories out. Well, there in the there is. Oh, galaxy. absolutely. I mean, there's. I mean. How many planets? I mean, literally, yeah. and they've got to have a garrison there, or mm-hmm. a patrol, or a troop. I mean, they've got so these yeah. other equipment. Hey, Tatooine, really? It's mainly Hut controlled, so of course they're not going to have their highest technology there, yeah. you know. And we didn't and again, really get to such see anywhere else.
2: A, yeah, I mean, it's such a small window. And again, why why would Luke ever need to see an Imperial walker? I mean, yeah. he wasn't even even if they had ATATs on Tatooine. I mean, who? It's who, a huge planet. Who gives a crap? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so. You know, I uh I you know, I, I think it's a it's a bad comparison to try and well, take and, away from and, the movie and
0: even going way, to yeah. the comparison of Luke isn't as strong as Ahsoka, well of course. Ahsoka was born when the Jedi were prevalent. She could learn from thousands and thousands of well, Jedi masters, and Luke was kinda learning from Yoda, which was old. He didn't complete his training, came mm-hmm. back and then Yoda died and said, Okay, well your training's done and he didn't really learn a heck of a lot. And everything he's learned, he's had to learn on his own. Yeah. Um and And people, what, always, use, period, and right? people yeah. always use the
2: indication of Ahsoka, her her speed and her jumping. And I just tell them, Did you watch Return of the Jedi? He's doing flips and moving very yeah. fast. He's only limited by the fact that they're shooting on what? What what millimeter of camera? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and he's out in the desert in a clunky pair of boots. And and you know what? Yeah. The and 1980- dressed in black. Yeah, the nineteen eighty-three uh, fight scenes are not going to be as crisp as a CGI 2010 yeah. animated series, you know, and so...
0: But I still love yeah. those movies. I mean, oh, there's yeah. still- no, do. No, I absolutely.
2: That's the thing is, 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 you know, I've heard it said before that, oh, the choreography in the prequels is, it blows the original out of the water. And I say yes on paper. Yeah. I think it does. But the emotions that we have carry us through. You know, the fight between Luke and Vader on uh, Bespin is still my favorite lightsaber fight. Yeah. Not because it's not because it's incredibly well choreographed, or because they, you know, David Prouse and Mark Hamill did an incredible job, and, and they did a good job. They did. But, they
1: did, they did. But,
2: but it's it's not about that. It's about the emotion. It's watching, mm-hmm. uh, it's watching a young Jedi and a terrifying villain slug it out, right? Yeah. And so,
0: well, no, that. Just think about it. That fight could have ended completely different. He could have easily t- killed Luke.
2: Oh, absolutely. But
0: he held particular restraint. I mean, if you go back and watch that after knowing. You know, he reveals, I'm your father, and go back and watch that. You see him restraining himself. Oh, yeah, he's he's toying with him. He's toying with him. He's throwing objects to hit him to beat him down into submission and not kill him. He could have easily force-pushed him out of that window after it busted, and that would have been the end.
2: Well, and we saw that at the very end of the fight, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, it's interesting when you watch that fight. It's becoming really hairy as Vader is realizing quickly that it's becoming increasingly difficult to take Luke alive. Mm -hmm. And so as they're going, they're really slugging it out and vader has him on the ground pinned and says don't make me destroy you and luke deflects the lightsaber mm-hmm. and vader is getting extremely fed up luke scores a hit mm-hmm. which hurts vader he screams audibly the very next shot is him cutting luke's hand off so it's clear to me yeah. that vader is obviously toying with him pulling his punches wants him alive and gets extremely fed up extremely quickly
0: oh, yeah. well i know that i mean just look well, at- here's
1: a question sorry can i just interject Yeah, go ahead One- yeah Here's a, this is the, um, I guess I'm not that nerdy. Please educate me. (laughs) Now, when Luke is falling, I always assumed that it was a wind current that actually carried him into that very convenient tunnel. No, I
2: think it was. (laughs) I, th- I think it I was think it, that or
1: or was because he was going backwards there's no, no way he forced, I don't think it was Vader. himself no, no 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 I don't I think know. it was the wind. I think it was no no because no, that's
2: because that's a think about it when he falls into that tunnel we have mm-hmm. to think about the purpose of the tunnel so this is a city that floats in the clouds and if it floats in the clouds that means it's got to rely on pressurized air it's relying on pressurized air, and that means it needs chambers and tunnels and have to, go to fluctuate the, the air. And so when he falls but into there's that there's no vent,
1: wind in the vent when he lands. That is yeah, true. Yeah, because
2: the thing is opening up. So there's a ton of wind, and it's sucking him down, and then he lands, and the wind stops. That's because it's equalizing the pressure to the tunnel that he drops into. He opens the tunnel... And then the wind sucks him down into it, and then he falls into that. To be honest, I choose to think it's Vader because I mean, it then be. later
1: he can actually talk to Luke. Yeah. It's not like he's eh, just. Oh, I
2: don't know. Oh,
0: look, I think he's not dead. Yet. I don't know. No, I mean, think
2: he could sense that he lived. Yeah, I mean, like, I there is a couple
0: he... things. I mean, Vader obviously already knows Luke is his son, and there is, you know, again going back and watching that when Luke jumps out and he's like impressive, most impressive. He's actually displaying fatherly pride. <laughs> of his offspring if, if you look at it in a way well
2: and i think he's simultaneously excited because this is this is someone who's been under the thumb of sidious for the last what three decades yeah. four decades and so uh, you know two decades is vader two decades is a jedi and so i think for him the idea of this young thriving jedi who is clearly extremely talented with next to no remember vader doesn't know about yoda yeah and so he thinks that that Luke is essentially self-taught as yeah. a Jedi. And so for him to think, oh my gosh. This, this is my kid, son. Yeah, the, no, no, no. Well, and just this kid's got the right stuff. He's yeah. going to help me bring oh, down Palatine. I, I think the prospect of him and Luke ruling the galaxy together as kind of a power team. Well, father and son.
0: No, I, yeah. I definitely believe he felt that way. But at the same time, you know, this is, a, this is a kid. You know, if we go back to Anakin, he was so connected to his family. I and mean, that was his core belief. His mummy was my family is first and I will do anything to protect them. So, you know... his mother. And then Padme dies. Oh, yeah, that. He's completely under Palpatine's control from that point on. And then suddenly I have a kid.
2: Well, and, and it's in that and moment then, that he realizes that how Palpatine he,
0: lied. Yeah, Palpatine lied. So, you know, He's how is he whirling? Tonight. What's whirling around? A message from And him. this is what... This, I mean, this is why I really loved the character of Vader... As much as the annoying Anakin whiny in the movies, you know he has that core belief. You know, my family is more important than anything in the planet, and I'll do everything to protect them. You know, unfortunately, it leads him down the wrong path. But you that know, way is very clear, but that Andy. same that same value is what brings him back in That's the end. True. So, you know, it's interesting. But okay, so we're almost out of time, and we haven't even hardly talked about, I was about the trailer. To say. I don't know. We we covered quite we, a bit. I mean, we it is brushed over it. I mean, Rogue One, the trailer, the new trailer was amazing. Yeah, it really definitely made it seem like a epic movie, an epic Star Wars movie. I mean, it oh, wow. really uh, did. Just don't kill everybody. Hey, I'd like to yeah. see a Rogue Two. I'm yeah, not gonna lie. It's not gonna happen though. No, no. Unfortunately, this is. I'd like a to see a
2: Rogue Squadron movie. Yeah, that I'd could be down cool for that. By the way, two two things from the trailer that I'm taking away. First of all, shout outs to the production team of that film. You guys did incredible, especially costuming. The helmet looks like the helmet for New Hope. Yes. Uh, for Vader. Thank you so much for doing that. That's a real kind gesture to the fans. Second, I'm excited to see contemporaries of Wedge Antilles and or uh, West Jansen and Wedge Antilles um, and Luke and Hobby. You know, those X-Wing pilots, right? Those pilots, if they survive the events of Rogue One, they're probably going to die in the assault on the first Death Star. And kudos to them. I'm excited to hear more of their story and, and see more of that. Because those guys are... I mean, I, we're definitely not yeah, going to yeah. see Luke.
0: Because if I remember the timeline, right. the movie starts three weeks before New Hope and yeah. then ends three minutes before New Hope. So literally, that signal is being transmitted to the Tantive. Now, yeah,
2: which is why um, I think the last scene is Felicity Jones... Yeah bleeding and dying over a transmitter shooting at vader who's coming at her and he makes yeah. it like he's literally like a, a millisecond too late
1: yeah i see that I, I don't see disney doing that i don't know
2: i see him doing that i don't
0: know what we'll, we'll to see i wait I, did disney do old yeller
1: don't tell me that disney did all old, old yeller D- disney did old old yeller yeah <sighs> old yeller anyways Come,
0: so with that you. said uh we want to hear your uh input on this and what you thought about the trailer, and until then, uh, we'll catch you next time. Where did these pretzels come from? Suck it, nerds. Costco. Hey, Dungeon Crawlers fans. It's time to really pull out the stops. So what we want to do is we want you to go like our Facebook page, like uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, follow us on YouTube, and not only that, tell your friends about us. If there is anyone in your life, or even in at your work, that you think loves geek, loves, you know, superheroes, comic books, gaming, anything in the realm of geek, tell them about our show. We want to make this the number one hit show out there. We want to uh, let get the news out there we want our numbers to swell and we want you and everyone else to join the geek revolution so tell your friends about us like us on facebook follow us on twitter and we want to hear from you we want this the best greatest and most entertaining interactive show out there you know most podcasts are not going to be delivering what we want to deliver this next year and so far we've had a great year it's all thanks to you And we just want to keep this rolling and make things even more possible. We've got some great things in the works uh, coming down the pipeline with some amazing interviews. And the more people we can get listening to the show, liking our pages, the more interest we can get and the bigger... Uh, more entertaining interviews we can get. So please, please, please help us out with this because we want to bring some amazing content to you and we can't do it without your help. So with that said, I'm going to say we're out of here and catch you next time. And of course, join the Geek Revolution.